Hello everyone and welcome to Mended Teacups. This is Molly and Helen here, um, still in our own homes with our very nice mugs of tea. We haven't been speaking to you for a little while and one of the reasons for that is that Helen has had a, a bereavement in her family. Um, so Helen, we're just going to start off actually by asking you a bit about that. Yes, it was my grandma who died and she was 103 years old. So although we miss her very much, in some ways it's not unexpected. And she had an amazing life. She really did. And I've been really moved to think about the legacy of her life and what, what she's meant to us as a family and how her life has impacted our family really for the good. And I'm very grateful because I know not every family has such good role models in them in their lives. So I'm very blessed with her having been a really positive role model for us. Oh, that's lovely. I think um, you gave a talk at the funeral, didn't you? Yes. And you were telling me a bit about kind of what you were talking about. And I, I thought that the subject was just so poignant and so pertinent for today and actually for, for what we're doing foundationally, for what we're doing as we home educate our family. So would you mind sharing a bit of that? Yeah, that's fine. I talked about her legacy to um, us as a family and the people who who knew her and and felt that there were kind of three areas where she really shone, I suppose. And one of them was in her generosity. And I was one of her grandchildren. So obviously Christmases and birthdays, I experienced generosity from grandma. But she was generous with her time as well. She was very happy to join in with, with events that were happening and give her time and money. A second aspect of the legacy that she had was her hospitality. She was very, very welcoming. Um, I always remember being welcomed when I was visiting her and she was also very welcoming to other people. So it's quite funny, actually, if you look back at photographs, there's often someone sort of you might consider like extra in the photograph because, uh, for example, my dad was always welcome to bring back friends and uh, visiting visiting cousins were always welcome to bring other people with them too. Uh, she was very hospitable and very happy to uh, have her table full up and I really think that's something that I've taken on board we can't be hospital I can't do hospitality at the moment can we with Covid but I'm so looking forward to filling my house with people and just yeah building that into our lives too and then um, the third area is his was very much her kind of joining in and again this is something that I feel I've learned from and I try and bring into my family I think my children groan a bit, but <laughs> she was always one to volunteer or have a go. We've got a photograph of her at a ball in a ball dress bouncing on a trampoline because the trampoline was there and why not? And <laughs> I remember chatting to her and she would she told me, she said if, if she was at a talk and they were asking for volunteers, she would think, well, why not? Yes, I'll join in. And so she got to do all sorts of interesting things or try out different things. Um, including when she was in her 80s she actually did two parachute jumps and she had to get a, a, a doctor's certificate to say that she could do that and her doctor was absolutely thrilled to be signing a certificate health certificate for an 80 86 year old to do a parachute jump yeah those are some of the things that I really remember about my grandma and it's it's really positive and I'm, I'm I'm very aware that there are families who don't have those sort of positive family relationships but this has certainly shaped me my upbringing my family my history and also I think that's very much shaping how I want my family now to be 
so her legacy lives on you know 103 years you can't live 103 years without impacting can you <laughs> some way in the world and uh, that's very much what I've taken from there you think a lot about what's changed in the world over her lifetime that's a whole extra <laughs> field of study mm-hmm. oh but that's just lovely and as you say it's a, it makes you think about about our legacies doesn't it and what what we're passing on to our children I am um, I remember a long time ago, I read something about um, the difference between legacy, leaving a legacy and leaving a inheritance. You know, your inheritance is, you know, material stuff, isn't it? But your legacy, like you say, is something which is which is inbuilt and it can pass from generation to generation and it can become richer and deeper as it as it passes on. It doesn't it doesn't diminish. It, It can actually grow. Yeah, and I and I think that's something. Certainly, some friends of ours often say, you know, that they want their children to take on board and inherit the good things from them, <laughs> and um, and actually that <laughs> that God would just <laughs> wash away <laughs> all the bad stuff. <laughs> and I think that's good. I, I kind of pray that sometimes as well. But it does. It. it I think that's so true. It's it's what what it is that we're wanting to grow in our children and how we model and how we live and so much of as well as what we say but it's actually what we do isn't it it's like your your grandmother always having people in and 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 you are you're very hospitable and and, and you will have people in and actually it's something my grandparents were were and my mum as well you know was they, they were very hospitable and they always had people in the house and so I've just grown up like that and it's you know and that's just a lovely thing and I would really hope that our kids would be able to to kind of to model that you know to, to take that on board so yeah I think it's that I think that's a lovely thing to think that what we're investing in our children by being at home it's not just um, the academics but actually we're investing so much else in them that they'll then be able to pass down to future generations Yes, and I think it's been it's reminded me as well about the importance of kind of telling the family stories, because that's where you kind of show how you are as a family. It kind of gives those anecdotes instead of just saying to your children, you must be hospitable or you must be kind, you know, telling the family stories and bringing up those um, ideas and those places and looking together at those family photographs and remembering the little incidents. That's when you show and you talk about the fact that those people cared for each other those people looked out for each other whatever it was that they did that was funny or or enjoyable or made other people's lives better or happier that's the storytelling is where those things come through isn't it and that's Mm. kind of family history is again I'm very grateful that my family history is so positive and obviously there's families who have to build a, a new history of their own don't they and you they need you need to put some of what's gone on in the past behind you and and move forward from that and build your new stories um, but if you do have that strong legacy behind you and you can share that that just helps your children grow kind of children know where they're from and how they fit into into this family history and the, the stories that you have why you think the way you do that sort of thing isn't it yeah finding out about family history is is a way into history as well isn't it generally I mean if you think about my my grandmother was born in 1917 so the end of the first world war she lived through the second world war she was married just at the beginning of the second world world war and my father was born in the second world war and all the different things she's seen you know we could quite easily have a project to make a timeline of her life and just find out that that all those interesting things all those events happening and put them in the context of the family as well 
with those old photographs that we have a very personal approach to history and the way the world's changing all the time. Yeah, interesting listening as you were speaking, you know, just came back to me yet again how important the family unit is as a building block, as a bedrock of our society. And as the world events, you know, change, I mean, it's probably, our world is probably unrecognisable now from, from how you know it was when, when she was born, when your grandmother was born. Um, but the one thing that's actually been consistent, other than God, obviously, through that, is actually the role of the family, the importance of the family unit, the family unit as to, to, you know, to, to bring up children, to pass on those values, to pass on faith, to pass on culture, to pass on um, just good, you know, good values, good character. And the family unit has always, I, I'm, I'm fairly sure this is correct because I've heard this said several times, that if you look through cultures which have disintegrated, um, it's always where the family unit is disintegrated. So, so when family, the family unit is not that strong unit anymore, that's actually when when things start to go wrong, because this that's how that's this is the main way that we are able to bring up our children in in good ways to be you know young men and young women who are active in society and who are kind and who are caring and um, who have integrity. And it's all those things that actually you know come from parents and obviously you know wider family and community as well but you know that's so important that family so you know for all of us us who home educate I think there's a huge amount of pressure on the family politically as well as as well as socially so if if some days you think oh gosh I just haven't done anything at all today (laughs) and I've just been rubbished in we haven't done any maths and no English and (laughs) and they've been really badly behaved Mm. um but actually what you have done, whatever, whatever your day's been like, what you've done is through your day, you have modelled a family and it may well have not looked very nice. It may have been messy. All our families are messy at times. But actually every day you're putting, you're saying, actually, whatever my family looks like, this is what's important. And you will be passing those things on on your bad days as well as your good days. So be really, really encouraged with that because I think I think you're passing on something which is profoundly important and probably more important actually than you might realise in our particular on our society today. It's quite interesting, isn't it? Looking back, because um, thinking about how schooling and learning and fit in, and um, my grandma had a successful life for 103 years and she her schooling was actually probably fairly minimal. I think I'm not entirely sure. I understand that she trained as a hairdresser and did that for a little while before she was married. But she was brought up very much for that role of, you know, we look at it a bit as old fashioned, don't we? It's being brought, bringing up the girls ready for their role as homemaker and mother and wife. But she did that very successfully and she was very happy in that role. And that doesn't take away from who she was. You know, she was able to do that as part of her character as well. So it's quite interesting, isn't it, thinking about, you know, what education means and, and what, what a successful life looks like. And it will look a little different now because society is very different, isn't it? So I'm not saying that we bring up our girls now to be homemakers and mothers and wives. That's, that's, not, that's definitely not what I'm saying. But there is a sort of a wider view, possibly, of success and a, and a, a broad life and a life well lived than just heading for those good grades at school it's not that's wonderful if that fits you and fits your child and your child's character 
uh, that's not everything there is it yeah I always kind of say you know we're preparing our our children for life we're you know preparing them for being good well integrated um, adults I think that's really important and, and just what and just how amazing you know that your your grandmother's life has been so successful because if you look at if you were talking about all the different um cousins and everybody who was a part of their funeral and in different countries as well and you know what a what a huge legacy she's left that's incredible it's amazing yes we've had some lovely cards from the rest of the wider family she she was one of six they were spread over I think about 15 years between the oldest and the youngest something like that so my dad grew up with quite a lot of cousins they when he was young they all still lived quite close by to each other and so I've got a I've got a whole raft of second cousins and third cousins even. (laughs) And yeah, the family, don't want to use the word legacy again, but (laughs) the family connections are still there through, through those generations. Oh, thank you, Helen. Is there anything else you feel we should, we should, any other little nuggets that you either spoke about at the funeral or that you thought of since kind of before we move on? Because I just think it's lovely to hear. (laughs) My, my grandparents owned donkeys when they lived in Gloucestershire. They had a field behind their house that they owned. So they had two donkeys. And apparently she used to take it for walks up into the village. <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't be, yes, yeah, she used to take it on a lead, take it for a walk around the village. Thank you so much, Helen, for sharing that, because that was just lovely. And like you say, it brings history to life, doesn't it? Um, you know, when it's when it's with somebody that obviously you know her very well, but actually just for us hearing it, somebody you know, your grandma, it's lovely. I hope also, for we're, we're aware that when this podcast comes out, there'll probably be, a, the schools will probably have just started back after this lockdown, and that there will be some of you who are just starting your home ed journey, who actually... Um, aren't sending your kids back to school so we just wanted to also um, to say welcome and uh, and you're doing a fantastic thing and I hope actually that what Helen said will actually really encourage you you know what you're doing you're not your however old your kids are you're not just going to be able to read at a certain time and to be able to do your times tables at a certain age and learn a certain amount of geography facts you know we're educated we are we have a huge blessing of being able to educate our children for life and so I think I don't know I think a few people have been asking us you know what what do we do how do we how do we start and I was going to say if I say a couple of things and Helen say a couple of things but um, I think I would just say really go easy don't put too much pressure on yourself if the weather's nice outside go out do some walks I know when when I feel I think all of us also our resilience is quite low at the moment I think we've gone through a whole year of these horrible lockdowns plus you know um sort of anxiety related to Covid and some of us have been ill and although less far less coughs and colds around this year which I've been quite grateful for (laughs) Um, but we I think our resist our resilience is lower than normal so don't push yourselves too much don't have too much expectations if you're starting out maybe have a list of in your head of just kind of two or three things that are important to you so when I'm sort of at my lowest ebb I know what's important for me is to get out and get some fresh air and get some exercise and to to read a story to the kids and there's normally something else maybe it's to do with food oh and to read the bible together (laughs) make sure they get some meals so you know and, and I think and and then sort of and just add bits and pieces that you like just slowly 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 but don't expect too much you are educating them for life there's no hurry whatsoever 
just enjoy it. We've got a few podcasts we could put on about um, just sort of tips for, for people starting out. But, um, but I would just say enjoy it. Go slowly. So what about you, Helen? Yeah, I think I'd echo that and um, just reiterate the reading. Just read to each other. Enjoy being together. And uh, if you've come out, well, we've all come out of lockdown. If you've come out of school and lockdown and you're adjusting to a new way of life, the home edding way of life, then just take that time to adjust and, and let yourself, well, I suppose it's a bit more of what you've just said, Molly, let yourself ease into that adjustment and the fact of being together and enjoying doing life together and making a little bit of space in the day for not being quite so together. <laughs> someone in one room and someone in another. <laughs> yeah, <you> can. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's been lovely to talk to you all again. Helen and I, neither of us are particularly hot on social media. Um, it's not I don't think either of our great strengths. So <laughs> we haven't been particularly good at ever promoting this. We've just kind of felt it'd be good just to let it grow slowly and organically. But with all the people who are starting out and kind of questions that we are being asked, it would be just great if this has been useful for you, um, if you'd be able, you would be able to help us share it in some way, either put a thumbs up or a like or a rate or something or whatever platform you listen to it on. If you could write a review on it, that would be absolutely fantastic as well. I know um, Apple, you can kind of leave reviews and it's quite easy. Or in the third way is if you'd be able to share it with somebody. So either if it's just sharing it, just messaging it to a friend, um, or if you've got any home ed groups, or if you could share it on um, social media, whatever social media you're on, um, that would just be really helpful. Um, and it would encourage us to um, keep going for, you know, for the next stretch. So thank you very much. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.